0: We could have picked... Uh...
1: Ride like the wind! <laughs>
0: <laughs> we could have
1: picked... Alright, think we're gonna make
0: it! Travel back in time to the 80s. Reliving the music. Everybody have fun tonight. <laughs>
1: Everybody Wang Chung tonight. <laughs> the movies.
2: Yes! 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 Oh! 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 I'll have what she's having. And the parties. No one in my family ever drinks. That's
1: great! you probably never run out of ice your whole life. Because
0: just like you, we're stuck in the 80s. Sure, it's not
2: 1985 right now, but who knows what tomorrow will bring? Oh,
0: I can't believe you dragged me into a record store daily. I haven't been in one of these places in years.
1: Hey, you wanted to buy the music for this week's show on Guilty Pleasures, so here we are, baby! Welcome home!
0: Yeah, but listen to this dreck. I can't believe people listen to this crappy music. Let's just get what we need and get the hell out of here. Hey, check out that cute filly at the counter. Maybe she can help us. Hey, baby, how you doing?
1: Hi, guys. Welcome to Backdoor Music. Can I help you?
0: Hey, yeah. Where do you keep your uh, Huey Lewis records?
1: Huey who? Huey who? Huey Lewis, he's my boy. Come on, you know. Do you believe in love, Spearsy? Who the hell is Spearsy?
0: Ah, yeah, that'd be me. Hey, just excuse my portly corn fruit of a friend here. He's probably just trying to get into your pants.
1: I'm so naughty,
0: naughty, John Paul.
1: Well, if he wasn't as old as my dad and had a few tattoos, maybe... Whoa, 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 baby. I'm a star in Tampa Bay. I'm Sean Daly. Come on. People should pay to hear me sing. Along comes a woman. Next. In a record store.
0: Wait, wait, wait. One last request. Do you have Lady in Red? It actually happens to be my ringtone. Lady in
1: Red. Oh, I love that song. It makes me all warm and tingly inside. Only a sensitive, soft-hearted teddy bear would like that song, too.
0: Yeah, so you want to get, you know... Stuck in the 80s?
1: Sure. Do you want my number, What What? This is the worst record store ever! What happened to music? This is guilty BS is what it is. Just start the show already.
0: Welcome to Stuck in the 80s. It's your host Steve Spears with Tampa Bay.com and today, finally, the guilty pleasures of the 1980s. Can you honestly tell me that you
2: forgot? forgot the magnetism of Robin Zander or the charisma of Rick Nielsen. The Dream Police. Your mama's alright.
0: He's the love child of Frank Stallone and the Fat Boys. I give you Times Pop Music Critic Sean Daly.
1: <laughs> you are jacked up today. It's like you're like some wacky 50s DJ. Skittles. <laughs>
0: hey. Skittles and here are the coasters. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: With a yakity yak.
2: No <laughs> <You talk> back.
1: <laughs> you know, it's really funny. You're like laying the fat jokes on me. You play one game of racquetball last night, and now you think you're like uh, flipping Bruce Jenner.
0: You know how long it would take me to grow up? Nice out? tank top you're wearing, by the way, too. Yeah. There. Just USA. <laughs> I did actually have Wheaties this morning. That's so weird. Oh, Jesus. With Jack Daniels on top. There you go. You're back. So let me explain the whole idea behind Guilty Pleasures. Yeah, I don't get this,
1: because I see uh, songs on this show that I love, that I adore, that I had on 45.
0: Yeah, you should. We should all see songs on here that we own. Oh,
1: I see what you're saying. Okay. Explain explain the rules. Explain the
0: rules. Here's the deal. So a few months ago, we asked our fans and our, our listeners and the readers of the blog to suggest to us 10 songs that would qualify as the biggest Guilty Pleasures of the 80s. And by Guilty Pleasures, I mean... Songs that you love, but deep down inside, you're kind of slightly embarrassed. Like if you're
1: hauling ass down the highway and one of these songs comes on, Mm -hmm. you would roll up the windows, pull down your pants, and (laughs) sing
0: along, right? Yes, yes. Okay. In exactly that order. (laughs) So, um, my my personal uh, guilty pleasure might be a little Asia. I listened to the entirety
1: of Chicago 17.
0: That would be a very good uh, guilty morning. pleasure. But this list, this week's you know, normally Sean and I sit down over a plate of vindaloo, and we, uh, we we mash out our own personal list of, of uh, you know horrible hits of 1982 or you know best albums by heavy metal bands. This week's list, completely done by our listenership. Yeah, by the stuck in right. the 80s nation. And so here's the deal. So, we're giving back almost. We are because this here's, is like
1: a shout out yeah, show. It's a
0: love fest. Start your
1: tape recorders right now because you might get mentioned. Right. And like here's the deal. Oswaldo Jimenez, <laughs> Sorty in Australia, and Jim Fitzsimmons. Right. That's so <laughs> shameless. They all paid me. They all paid me to <laughs> mention nice, their name. I nice. love them all. Uh,
0: so, here's the deal, too. If you um, are one of the people who was picked with one of the top 10 picks this week, you get a special discount. On the new mixa tapes, which are these little, um, oh, what are they? They're like USB cards that are shaped like cassettes. I love those. So they look like mixtapes from Dave's, days gone by.
1: Days gone by.
0: Yeah, but if you're the Yesteryear number, year almost. <laughs> Yesterday. <laughs> but if you're the number one pick, you actually get a free mixa tape that has all these songs on it and um, this particular podcast.
1: So you hear your name as well. Yeah. So wow, that's nice. cool. So so we're really giving back. Yeah.
0: It's kind of like uh, American Idol, except for uh, we both like Randy Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's start it off. So here's number 10, suggested by Dr. Incognito.
1: Yeah, we have a lot of doctors out there listening to. We have Dr. Incognito, Dr. Dim.
0: Is there a Dr. Doom? There should be. <laughs> there should what be. What we really need is a, a real doctor here on the premises. Yeah. For- <laughs>
1: <laughs> you look a little... uh I'm starting to fade. You look a little pale. You all right, my friend? I'm going to be okay. I don't even know how I'd get in there to save your life. Is the, is the control room locked? <laughs> it is. It'll be, I just pound on the glass. Spearzy! Don't leave me! Stay away from the light, Spearzy! <laughs> it's the way you wanted to go. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's play it. So number 10.
2: Number 10.
0: rut by sheena easton
1: you know uh you can't go wrong with a guilty pleasure by sheena easton she's got a lot of them yeah morning train my baby takes the morning train um for your thighs only (laughs) (laughs) my favorite porn movie and she had a ballad. Oh, I can't remember what... I had it on 45.
0: I don't remember it either. God. Her entire collection is, is guilty pleasures. But I love this
1: Sugar pick. Walls? She's yeah. Talking about her private parts, right? I believe so. Her sugary private parts. Or maybe parts. she
0: actually lived in a condo made of <laughs> sugar.
1: <laughs> in Candyland. Yeah. The slutty side of Candyland. <laughs> the, <laughs> the dirty side.
0: Slutty. But I like this pick because it's, it's, it's definitely more on the guilty side than it is on the pleasure side.
1: I can't believe Doc Incognito is admitting to liking Strut. He did. Um... From her 1984 album, A Private Heaven. Again, know. about her vagina. <laughs> Can I say vagina
0: on this show? You did, just now, twice. A Private
1: right? Heaven.
0: Yeah. Uh, peaked at number seven on the Hot 100 in that year.
1: She was, uh, would you, Sheena Easton? Oh, yeah, today. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. I don't, Let's get just, her on the show. Was she like 60 years old? Fine. She, no, she can't be 60. She's got to oh. be like... Well, the but Olivia 50, Newton-John is can't.
0: 60, so... Sheena Easton, yeah, I bet she's fifties for sure. You got
1: the look, uh, <laughs> uh, you got the look.
0: You like it? Yeah, I love it. Definitely guilty. Def- and now they're getting even guiltier after that. Oh yeah.
1: And now it's just guiltier, 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 yes.
0: guiltier, and but yet more pleasurable too. A pleasure palace of sin. Yeah, that's what the the the, the, the subtitle of the show can be. <laughs> be All right, late. give us the next one from uh, Tim Taylor. Here's number nine. Number nine. Frank Stallone.
1: Uh, my favorite Stallone. Not many people can say that, but I love Frank Stallone. Yeah.
0: You know, I actually thought about trying to get an interview with him for this podcast. I thought that would be kind of cool. But then I, I'm sure when he found out what it was all about, he'd be like...
1: But it wasn't... Um, But these aren't the, like, the worst songs. No, but... We've the, done but that before. We're like, Frank, we're a little embarrassed by you. <laughs> and yet we still like celebrate your name, Frank Stallone.
0: Let me ask you this, though. What is the guiltier pleasure? Is it this song... Or is it the 1983 film Staying Alive that it appears in? My problem with Staying Alive is that Travolta is very, like, oiled up in that.
1: He's very glisteny the whole time. Yeah. And why did Frank Stallone do the, the title uh, song from that movie? Oh, because his, didn't his
0: brother direct it? Sly directed it, and he makes a cameo. You and he makes him.
1: a yeah, like uh, Travolta bumps into him on the street, and like Stallone's like in a fur jacket. Yeah, I think. It looks like he
0: has raccoon tails. Yeah, that over. was like his Hitchcock moment appearing
1: in the Hitchcock. in the film.
0: Um, I think Frank Stallone appears. I think he's got a cameo too. I think he is. He's in there somewhere. I mean, if you look at any Stallone movie, you'll see a Frank Stallone. It's kind of like a Ron Howard movie, putting in Clint Howard at some point. Or like
1: Hidden Mickeys, like a hidden Stallone. You never know uh, where they're going to show up. I
0: like Far From Over. I would argue almost this could be much higher on the list than number nine. Right? has a good driving uh, uh, beat to it. Far From Over. It's busy. I like the movie. Um, I I don't own it. Very glistening,
1: though. Yeah, a little too. T- t- Everyone's sweaty. Oily. No, I think it was, it was like
0: body heat, oil. It had to be oil.
1: God, it's really it's, uh, it makes me
0: uncomfortable. Smell in the on the soundstage <laughs> must have been just horrible.
1: Far from a good old Frank still yeah. still collecting residuals on. I'm far bad because it hit
0: number ten back then, 1983. Good for him. Yeah. Next one, I don't know if uh, people are going to. I'm feel curious so good about it. I own
1: this next one on 45. I think I have this man's greatest hits. He has a huge fan base. Yeah. Give it to him.
0: Marie from French Canada. This one's yours.
2: Number eight.
1: You find her?
0: <laughs> no, you don't. No, no, no you don't, no, my no. friend. Christopher Cross with Arthur's theme. You know, we could have picked sailing. We could have picked. Uh... Ride like the wind.
1: Dun, 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 dun. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we could have picked.
1: Think. All right, think we're gonna make it. Come on, I can keep going. You want me to keep going? Think of Laura. Never be the same without you, girl. I think Alara was creepy. That was about General Hospital, right?
0: Like well, they Luke used it in General Hospital, but it was actually about someone who really did get shot and killed. Is that what the song's about? Yeah. Brutal. Someone got hit in a drive-by shooting. That... Yeah.
1: Christopher Cross, though, man. He's got to be loaded today, all those hits.
0: He was here within the last two years. He was playing the Performing Arts Center. He looks like Jack Black now. Have you seen him? <laughs> he's got the little goatee, <laughs> and he does really crappy B movies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh. I would love to see him. Him... Next to Air Supply, two of the biggest guilty pleasures of the 80s.
1: You know, I thought he really sold out when, in the 90s, he did uh, Criss Cross. Criss Cross will make you jump, (laughs) jump. It's like, come on, why are you trying so hard to be? Oh, wait, that's not the same guy. Oh,
0: embarrassing Mm. moment for the music critic. Very sad. This this song actually won an Academy Award. As well it should have. uh, Presented by Bette Midler, who said, uh, It's that song about the moon in New York City.
1: (laughs) Jeez. Um, 1981. That was Arthur. Yeah. 81.
0: Yeah. It's almost 30 years old. Oh man, we should do that's a great 30 movie. 30 effing years. That'd be good audio commentary, wouldn't it? Yeah. And we drink, we drink. every time oh, oh, Arthur drinks, we, we drink. drink.
1: Woo! <laughs> Ten <laughs> I minutes have in. An excuse to Ten be minutes in. Ten minutes in.
0: Sad. Ten
1: minutes in. <laughs> Arthur. Yeah, but then the, the sobering end when Gilgood dies, we'd be sobbing by well, that. What would we do? But we'd be we naked and crying <laughs> again. <laughs>
0: So many <laughs> secrets. So many secrets. Sleepy, sleepy. <laughs> nobody, nobody gets us but us. I know. Thanks. That's sad. Thanks for getting me. You know who else gets us, though? Who? Dominic Casario, because he has number seven on the list. Here we go.
2: Number seven. <laughs>
0: In hell, what the hell song is this? You're saying effing a lot. You're the dirty mouth. Effing, effing, you're the dirty I can bird. Say effing.
1: Here's the thing. This is the most homoerotic video in MTV history. Jackson Brown and Clarence Clemens. You're a friend of mine, you know. And remember how close they're singing in the video? It's almost like you, their lips almost touched. Almost, just so close. I don't know why they were like really. You know the cameraman must have been like Liberace or something. <laughs> closer, boys. Clo- I sing closer,
0: closer. It's. I don't even want to think about
1: it. Really, they almost French. You're a friend. <laughs> I love you,
0: Clarence. <laughs> you know uh, Jackson Brown's coming through. He's got a tour right now. He's doing a solo tour, and he's coming through Clearwater. I know next month. Yeah. And if we get an interview with him, which might happen because we've asked for it.
1: I'm intimidated by Jackson Brown because he's gonna be like he's we're going to not ask asking about him, how do you feel about migrant workers in uh, Southern California, you know? Be like, I'm and pro like, and <laughs> I'll be like, Hey, what was it like doing a song for the Fast Times soundtrack? You know, that's all I know. That's all I got. Really? I'm intimidated by his politics and his knowledge.
0: We're not asking him about this song either. We're not asking about this, and we probably can't ask him about Daryl Hannah either. Ooh, Ooh. It's funny you mentioned Daryl Hannah she actually appears, I believe, in the video for this song she's on the uh she's on the she's on the couch p- doing painting Yeah, hey, i actually colors. have a
1: story about jackson brown too do you i didn't see him but when i worked at the columbia inn in columbia maryland and that's where i met richard Marks, and i drove richard Marks with a giant like pez head yeah and i drove him to the uh um the health club and he gave me a crumpled five dollar bill well like later on that summer my cr- one crazy summer is the bellboy in my 2 tight bellboy uniform yeah you know, um, Jackson Brown was playing Merriweather Post Pavilion in Columbia, Maryland, and um, somebody busted into his room, like housekeeping, like busted into his room while he was in there and he was butt naked out of the shower. Oh. So. And house, yeah, so he was furious. He, I think he left the hotel, but they came in like, and he's like, God, don't!" they're like, housekeeping, housekeeping. And he's like, don't come in. But they didn't hear. It. And there he is, just sopping wet, butterball naked, just staring right at him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's... That's really disturbing. I really I wish do? that was my story, though. That you were sopping wet or that you were in <laughs> a song. Oh, uh, uh. no,
1: I wish I had seen Jackson Brown naked. Not for my own sexual perversions, but just for the show, for the good of the show. But I didn't. No. But yes, he was very upset. Very upset, Jackson. Well, I, I won't be. be asking him about that either. <laughs> Great. So we're basically going to have to talk about migrant workers. because whole not, time. We can't ask him about any of this. Daily to the Wikipedia. <laughs> uh, You're a friend of mine. Thank you, Dom. Good one.
0: Here's here's one that I don't know if I can agree with. Are you ready? Glenn S. Love Glenn S. Suggests this song. Here we are at number six. Number six. You know what's funny is that uh, Glenn S. is not the only one who has a fat boy's fetish. This, <laughs> Thank
1: God for us. I know. <laughs> I love a, the people with the fat fetishes.
0: <laughs> the, uh, Baby,
1: come to me. That's right.
0: <laughs> Enter my folds. <laughs> <laughs> this, this song was suggested by a bunch of people, but um, Glenn made the most compelling case, so we, we put it on there. Um, this is probably the lowest moment for the Beach Boys other than Kokomo. Oh, Kokomo made them a fortune.
1: I think they look back and they're like, ooh, maybe that was a career miscue. What? You know? Fat boys or Kokomo? The fat Boys. All right, so the glorious highs of the Beach Boys, the Pet Sounds, the the brilliant Brian Wilson, that's the high. That's like the great pop culture, one of the greatest albums of all time. A seminal album. And then the low is gotta be uh doing the wipeout with uh the Fat Boys.
0: Nineteen eighty seven um will be a cursed year forever because of the uh, fat boys. Um do you remember the movie they were in? They did a movie in the late yeah, 80s. Yeah, Disorderlies. Oh, but it has
1: like um oh man, it has the guy from Trading Places, uh, be- uh Ralph Bellamy. The great Ralph Bellamy oh, it. Oh yeah, god. Is it Ralph Bellamy or Walter Bellamy? Ralph Bellamy. I think it's Ralph Bellamy. I think it was
0: Larry Bellamy.
1: Don, Don Amici <laughs> and, Ra- and Ralph Bellamy's in it, but then he as a crotchety uh millionaire Uh, But he befriends the Fat Boys at the end because they save him from a conniving, um, you
0: know, uh, stoolie or something. (laughs) (laughs) This song actually reached number 12 on the charts. Number two. uh, (laughs) Number two in the UK. What's up with the Brits? Number two in the
1: UK. Yeah, usually the the Brits have great taste in music. Yeah, this makes us all square
0: for the burning for the war of eighteen twelve. I think
1: we were all doing a lot of coke back in (laughs) eighty seven. We can be excused for liking this one. The
0: Fat Boys are actually back together again, I believe.
1: Yeah, but one of the Fat the
0: Human Beatbox is dead. Yeah, well, he's not on the list.
1: (laughs) Yeah, we can't. When we interview the Fat Boys, we can't ask about about the Human Beatbox. I wonder if they have a new beatbox. (laughs) I'm
0: sure (laughs) they do. Ready for the next one? I am. Brad in L A. Oh, we love Brad. Give him credit for picking this song.
1: Number 5 talking to from the vital signs album i believe
0: yeah 1984 yikes back so on the high back high on the good high side high of the 80s now again when things were still pure
1: so by then uh, was the guy who sang i the
0: tiger gone from the band no i think he was still there it's about He's that time there. 1983 I, think. I like that one a lot that was on again the other day by the way rocky 3 i still i still am i wrong for making that my favorite rocky movie i mean Three? Am I just, uh, no I, I, that's pretty good Really? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, I mean you can't a pick lot of people four or five. This no. Six. But there's But six. There's six, right? Right, but people love one and two, and they're like, oh, you're a fraud if you like three.
1: No, three has the greatest ding. Ding. <laughs> ding. At the end with yeah. him and Apollo? Right. Oh, it's badass. It's got the... rubber Lang? Yeah. It's got He's the... messing with his mohawk? It's freaking got Hulk Hogan and his thunder lips. Yeah, no, that's... No, no There's no, that's nothing good. wrong with three. Rocky Three. is great. God, anyone who says Let's otherwise. Let's do a commentary for that, too. We talked about and that. And every time someone gets punched, we drink. <laughs> great.
0: Doesn't the movie start with like 300 punches? Because I love how all the Rocky movies pick up like in the last two minutes of the previous one.
1: I love, yeah, because they were so complex that Sly Stallone had to to go back into the story and tell us all the the interweaving plot lines.
0: It's practically
1: the sixth sense of the 80s. (laughs) (laughs) Ding, ding. Carl Weathers. Yes. Here we go my dream interview. We now have we have uh we have obtained
0: his, mm-hmm.
1: his contact information and any day now we will be reaching out to Carl Weathers people for a Stuck in the 80s interview. I that would be our greatest get ever. I,
0: my heart's beating fast just thinking about if it. We had, I, I hope if we that's we had why Sting, my heart's
1: beating fast. Bono and
0: Carl Weathers. I put Carl Weathers number 1. Really?
1: Think of all the stuff we could ask On him about. On the same
0: show. <laughs> At the same, we can have like a little round table. Bono, Carl Weathers. Carl Weathers, Bono. <laughs> That'd
1: be, be great. awesome. Great.
0: Yeah. You know they love each other. Um, oh, high on you.
1: <sighs> thank you, Brad. I mean, Brad really just. He, Brad's. He always contributes to this show. Yeah. All the time. He's a little upset because you screwed him over with the Funyuns. That he spent his hard-earned cash and sent you Funyuns, and you totally screwed him, Spearsy. How did I screw him? You do- because you let him fester and attract Rodentia <laughs> in your bottom cabinet. And Brad <laughs> did a really nice thing, and so I said, Brad, blame Spearsy, not me, send your snack foods to Sean Daly, Esquire, uh, care of the St. Pete Times, and I'll dole them out. I'll nice. send to all my friends. <laughs> Great. But you let him fester. Fester. Uncle Fester. <laughs> Alright, what's next?
0: Base note is next. I love bass note. And you knew bass note was going to make the list, but you didn't know where. Yeah,
1: where was bass note going to fall?
0: The answer number four with this little tune.
1: Number
2: four.
0: <laughs> the, john version. Parr, yeah. the human beatbox the version of naughty naughty yeah um, fat boys and john parr will the great never get john
1: know parr it. naughty naughty and at the same time he was booming then because he also had man in motion from the saint Elmo's fire soundtrack
0: yeah he was huge this uh was actually his first big hit believe it or not uh number 23 on one chart number six on the mainstream rock chart and it was this song that kind of got him noticed so that he would go on to do St. Elmo's Fire. He was extremely naughty. No, you could say he was naughty. He naughty. was <laughs> naughty, naughty squared. You know what I think this makes a good guilty pleasure song? It's so much fun to sing to. Remember the video, too? The video was like recorded for like $3,000. My garage, does, I think it was. You know, I think does my he mom, my mom handled the camera. <laughs> and He had that great hair. You, you can't even replicate hit. John Parr hair. He
1: had a mane, right? He yeah, looked like... A, I swear to God, they took it straight off a lion and
0: glued it onto a skull. Yeah, he looked like uh, Mustafa from The yeah. Lion King. <laughs> exactly. It's so. I bet, I bet to, I'd bet. i love to see him today. I wonder what he looks like. He can't possibly have it. Well, I have a surprise for you because we have <laughs> John Parr. Come on in, John. He's bald and yeah. sad. <laughs> you said Carl Weathers was going to be here. <laughs> uh, you know what would make me feel better and John Parr feel better? What? Seggies. Seggies! Ah, the mystical refrain of Reader Mailbag. Hey, Parr, sit down. Enjoy the moment. <laughs> Love your hair. Go brush your hair. Yeah. And uh, Shondale is going to read off the, our uh, Reader Mailbag. For the we weekend.
1: have one letter today, and it's from the beautiful... Lexi in the UK. Mm. You have a thing for British women, right?
0: I'd love to have a thing with a British woman.
1: Really? Yeah. Oh, man, here we go. All right. Here, next week's mailbag. Yeah. It's all about, you know, some woman from Worcestershire who wants to bang <laughs> Worcestershire. you. Great. Yeah, I can't wait to read from that Liam like. Perrins. <laughs> <laughs> oh, stuck in the 80s, boys. That's how it starts. Uh, Lexi says, how many years have I stuck with this podcast? Uh Uh-oh, already her tone right off, right out of the gate, not good. All of them, from even the pre-Sean days. Wow. I feel you have accompanied me through hospital treatments, U.S. road trips, studying, and living in Florence, surviving a Michigan winter, and now, on the cusp of actual grown-upness, I have to be honest, I'm mad, mad with you stuck in the 80s. Oh, wait. Not with you, Sean. Oh, that's nice. Not with you, Sean. I love you, Sean. That was my little ad there. Although I always thought it would be daily that would be annoying me out of the two of you. I'm mad with you, Steve Spears. What? All capitals, exclamation points. There's got to be at least 18 exclamation points here. I'm mad with you, Steve Spears. Why? I'll tell you why. You dissed the Goonies, man. That's right. To recap last week's show, you pissed all over the, uh... The beauty that was the Goonies, Sloth, Chunk. Did you uh, just the use little... the phrase
0: "the beauty that was the yes! Goonies"?
1: The great Richard Donner directed it. Cause I said the Goonies would be a great entry point for someone wanting to learn about the '80s, the 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 exuberance.
0: Right, and I the said bad erroneous special effects. Well, I suggested Valley Girl.
1: Yeah, Valley Girls. You're just hung up on that. Cause you know what? You're one track minded. Your your mind doesn't expand. You got like three things in there. Valley Girl, Wild Turkey, <laughs> and some Funyuns, I don't know. <laughs> Little Smokies. But Let's continue with Lexi's letter, because she chews you out best. You'll enjoy it. You said the Goonies was overrated. Last year, I emailed you compelling evidence, Steve, that a podcast about the Goonies would be widely appreciated by your audience. And you know what you said? You said, maybe... But all the time in your black, cold heart, you were sweeping the acknowledged greatness of Chunking Company from your mind. Probably to fill the vacant space with more plaudits for Valley Girl. Woo! Well done, Lexi! Well, guess what, Spears? I think Valley Girl is hugely overrated. What's that? Do I hear the sound of you choking on your funions?
2: Oh, oh! Rooney!
1: I'm not asking for a Goonies podcast as I know the idea is so repellent to you, but for God's sakes, man, have the good grace to at least admit that if Mandy's boyfriend from Turkey needed an intro to 1980s pop culture, the Goonies is a way better ambassador than flipping Valley Girl. Sean is right. Sean is always right and incredibly handsome. You are not the arbiter of all things 80s, Steve. We have a say too. Stop saying things are overrated when you are in part responsible for overrating certain aspects of the 80s. La, 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 la la
2: la la la, Wait, la, 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 I am
1: not That's listening to true. Jeffrey, but he's still talking. By the way, just because I'm mad now doesn't mean I won't calm down, although it should be acknowledged that it takes a lot to work up a British girl to this level of rage. I'll be sure to tune in next week anyway, when you better not make fun of John Parr. No, I did. <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I added that. Uh, but until there is some credit for the Goonies, I'll only be admiring Sean.
0: Very nice.
1: Yours faithfully, Lexi. I'm so upset, I can't even enjoy my cup of tea.
0: Oh, we've upset the Brits so much they can't enjoy their tea now.
1: What do you have to say about that, Spears? I,
0: I emailed her back already and I said, I it, bet you did. If, I said, A, send me a photo, please, because I, I dig photos.
1: How do you, how do, you do that? I would feel so slimy saying, "Hey, can I see a photo?" Is that like accepted now? It's the way on I the say, it. The, the way say it.
0: That's what you say. It comes across creepy. All
1: right, how do you say it? Hey, I'd love to see a photo of you. And you say <laughs> and you, <laughs> what you say like that? Your Mickey Mouse voice. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then uh, you know they usually send me something. And then but I told her, hey, if it'll make amends, if it will repair the strained bonds between our nations, <laughs> we will do a uh, audio commentary. On the Goonies, but which I've never really seen the whole way through. It's
1: great. It's a great movie.
0: How can it be so 80s-ish if I haven't seen it, though? Dude, you've never seen E.T., you dumbass. <laughs> That's another overage movie. <laughs>
1: I hate that. Please, if you do anything, just take out the word overrated from your Can vocabulary. I say fraud? It's a fraud. Oh, that was your big thing, too. Fraud. Yeah, I'll stop. I'll stop. I'm I remember sorry. remember we had lunch once where you t- t- said like 80 people were frauds. Like Michael Jackson, you said was a fraud. I'd never said Michael Jackson. Franklin Delano Roosevelt, you said was a fraud. Like, really, you were frauding people left and right. <laughs> Thank you, Lexi. Thanks for being on my side. I love the Goonies. Uh, if you ever come back to the States, we can watch it together. And hey, you should send me a picture, Lexi. Did that sound creepy?
0: Yes. Congratulations. <laughs> Did she send you a picture? No.
1: <laughs>
0: All right, tell the people.
1: We want more good letters. Yeah, we need more letters. More letters celebrating Sean Daly uh, and bashing Steve Spears. And
0: pictures of British women. Send them to stuckinities at com.
1: What's up? happening
0: hot stuff ah by the sound of the gong it must be time for mystery movie moment hey we play a segment of a movie from the 80s and if you can get it right we send you uh band posters and we acknowledge you in front of all your peers pay attention here was last week's mystery clip
1: i'm tired of taking abuse from overprivileged nine-year-olds i know z but we can't quit now the holidays are coming up
0: yeah it's ghostbusters 2 which just barely sneaks in at 1989 and by the way i also think it's one of the most overrated sequels of the 80s it wasn't even appreciated. No one liked it. Overrated. God, it's so a fraud, even.
1: <laughs> it's so stupid. It, really. I hate when you do that. Overrated. You're really getting angry. It's not even played. You're not even like kidding <laughs> for the purposes of like... Because <laughs> it drives me crazy. You sit up there on your high horse, on your pedestal. Overrated. Overrated. And what about the show Stuck in the 80s? How is that
0: rated? Just about right. <laughs>
1: yeah, you're probably right about <laughs> not that. Not this one, All but right. most
0: of them. Unfortunately, nobody won. Yes, people won. Okay. Read their names:
1: Dave Featherston of Australia, Wild Chicky Mandy, the man known only as Rowan, Stacy in Sparks, Nevada, John Hayes, Jay from Cincinnati, Ohio, Mike Z in Pasadena, Maryland, and Leo Logan from Willimantic, Connecticut. Man, we are all over the map,
0: aren't we? Well, yeah, but it's like a lot of mid, a lot of Northeast. Where the hell is Pasadena, Maryland? Do you know? You, been, you lived there, didn't you? Pasadena is down by Annapolis. <laughs> you just making that up?
1: i a little bit mad.
0: I think it is down there. Where I, I don't down. even know where Annapolis is. I mean, Maryland's like, what, the size of a uh, small county here in Florida? It's a, it's a, God, it's a you wee know little what, state, you know right? What, get out of Florida. Why don't you get out of Florida? Why don't you see the world? Why don't, why don't you no, travel around? I got no place to go.
1: Why don't go? you go to another state? <laughs> I don't want and to then go anywhere. And maybe you'll see that. You know what? Uh, you, what's a state that's overrated?
0: Rhode Island, you hate Rhode Island. <laughs> fucking bastards in Rhode Island. <laughs> you, don't, you don't ever get any fan mail from Rhode Island.
1: Ever. I'll tell you what, play Ever. Play a clip from an overrated movie yeah. and people can guess what it is.
0: Here we go. Man, it's time you stop pissing your talents away. The team could use you. Overrated. Overrated. But if you know the name of it, email us at, at com, and then I'm going to call you overrated too. <laughs> Ah, the mystical refrain that is named that 80s tune. Hey, time for us to play a snippet of a song from the 80s. If you get it right, again, band posters and uh, internet infamy belongs all to you. Pay attention. Here was last week's clip. That's Billy Idol with The Dead Next Door.
1: Suffering away. Suffering away.
0: For the dead next door. Never heard that song. Yeah, it's off of Rebel Yell. Yeah, nice one. Are you guys were a, like a ballad. I think you have some vote on your blog about the best Billy Idol album of the. 80s? Yeah, we're trying to do this thing. We're, we're still. I'm still working on it. It's the idea that. The eighty albums that all eighties fans should own, and and the question was which uh, Billy Idol album should be on the list? If a Billy Idol album should even be on the list, and uh, pretty much everyone says yeah, Rebel Yell, right? So are you? So basically, like, what do you do for
1: you too? Do you put all of them on two? I've picked two for YouTube: uh, Unforgettable Fire. And, That's one of them. Um, oh, Octagon Baby was ninety one, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah,
0: I wouldn't have put that on there anyway. Joshua Tree and Joshua Tree and Unforgettable Fire. Yeah, I let it slip. There you go. Phil
1: Collins. How many Phil
0: Collins? No jacket required? Just one for Phil Collins at this point. There's only one other band that has two albums on there. Can you imagine? Can you think who it would be? Another band. Duran Duran. No. It's actually not a band. It's an artist. Does that. Springsteen? It? Nope. Billy Joel. No. God. He'd probably have two better albums in the 70s than the 80s. Yeah,
1: yeah, he would. The Stranger. Give me a clue. Give me a clue. Uh, Is it completed? Are you done with the list? Eh, still tweaking it. When are you going to release it to the
0: masses? Well, the next week or so. Are we, I guess we can't really do a show on that. It would take well, us forever to go. Through yeah, right. Albums. Part twenty. <laughs> <laughs> it's like towards the end. Overrated. Uh, Prince is the other one who has two albums. Oh. As of now, we'll see. So, Purple
1: Rain and 1999. Uh-huh.
0: We'll see. Yeah, I don't we'll know. See. You don't seem too impressed by that. Maybe we'll change it.
1: I like Around the World in a Day. You don't like that album? America Amer- <laughs> it's
0: kind of hot read the names of the winners
1: uh, Mark Ivansek of Benson, North Carolina and the great
0: Gary N. Gilroy pay attention, here's this week's mystery clip Sean Daly, do you know it? no idea damn straight, but if you do, email us at stucknews.tampabay.com and next week we'll call you a wiener Ah yes, please, please tell me now. Sing along with me. PPTM. <laughs>
1: uh, I like it.
0: Hey, we um we continue to get some questions in here, and uh, this was one of the more interesting ones.
1: Yes, this is from uh, Crash in Long Beach, Steve. I didn't realize that you also had an affinity for watching World War II movies. I don't know what it is about those movies, the bravado, the heroism, the strategy, but I can't get enough of them. Some of my favorites include Kelly's Heroes, Battle of the Bulge, The Dirty Dozen, Midway, and Tora, Tora, Tora. Sadly, most of these are from the late 60s, early 70s, and would not qualify for a Stuck in the 80s World War II podcast. I'm having a hard time. Can you think of some good World War II movies that were from the 80s, besides Stallone and Victory? You've been (laughs) challenged, my friend.
0: Yeah. um, The 80s was not a, a great time for World War II movies, but there are many, including my favorite, personal favorite, The Big Red One. With, oh, with Mark uh, Hamill. Yeah. Lee Marvin. Yeah. Lee
1: Marvin was a badass. He was yeah,
0: total a badass. In fact, Lee Marvin pretty much makes a World War II movie. The um, Let's see what else we have. Uh, from Australia in 1982, uh, Attack Force Z with Mel Gibson.
1: Don't know Attack Force Z.
0: No, no. It's, you know,
1: Aussie flick. But we overrated. love the Aussie. It
0: was overrated. <laughs> it was not overrated. Nothing from Australia is overrated. Uh, das Boot. You said Sorty is uh, from Australia is overrated. <laughs> no, Sorty's my man. Das Boot, 1981. Das Boot. Can't forget that one. Um, This is one that nobody remembers. Codename Emerald, 1985. Has Eric Stoltz and Ed Harris. And Max von Sydow. And that goes with your theory of it. There's no no such bad movie with Max von Sydow. Yeah. He was not in The Goonies, I should put out. That would have been really awkward. How do you know? I just like to think that he would never be in The Goonies. Uh, You're right. He's not. Um, How could you create Empire of the Sun, 1987? you love that. Is that your favorite Spielberg movie? Yeah. Probably. Christian Bale. John Malkovich. It's a great movie. What's I think, wrong it's, with I think it? it's John Malkovich. Whatever. I, I pronounce it the <laughs> French way.
1: <laughs> I mean, uh, that's a lot of them.
0: Uh, I'll, I'll keep going. Uh, Escape from Sobibor. Ooh, Eye of the Needle. Uh, Escape from Sobibor. R- Rutger Hauer. Tom Hanks is actually in one of the worst ones of the 80s. Every time we say goodbye. 1986. Uh, yeah. Uh, Eye of the Needle. That's one of uh, Daly's favorites. Farewell to the King. 1989, Nick Nolte, Hope and Glory. I don't know if you can really count that as one. Damn, um, there's a ton of them. The Sea Wolves, 1980 with Gregory Peck. Soldiers Take, 1988. British uh, soldier fighting. Have you there's... seen all of these? Uh, most of them. And um, you know, actually, there's a website that ranked the, all the World War II movies, the greatest ones of all time. And their number one pick is one that I'd never heard of. It's a Russian movie from 1985, um, English translation, Come and See. You should uh, rent that. If you Netflix can find it. it. Yeah
1: very it. good excellent question from uh, Crash in Long Beach and a great response from Stephen Q Spears yeah. well done
0: the sad thing is that every woman listening to the show just turned it off
1: No, nah, that's not true they love don't, to hear no, your dulcet women,
0: tones women hate war movies if you can find so you a woman that you're generalizing you, you can't no, say that if you can find a woman that likes Asia and war movies that's it that's oh, the wow. one that's quite a catch <laughs> if you find her <laughs> yeah <laughs> she's got to look real good and as long as she doesn't have a of course <laughs> send your questions but you are willing to learn <laughs> yeah, well, i gotta do what i gotta do i gotta give me my patent fix hey as always send those letters to stuckinies or find us on facebook it's linked off of um the 80s blog it's linked off of sean's blog that he uh every once in a while contributes to it's gonna be great all right good deal
2: Hello Steve, Sean, distinguished guests and the Stuck in the 80s podcast nation wherever you might be listening, perhaps as a passenger in a bus, a signwriter on a bus or a mechanic under a bus. It's Richard Phelps here from Retro Hit Radio in New Zealand. I just wanted to drop you a quick fan greeting to thank you for continuing your crusade to educate and entertain the world of 80s lovers at large. When I'm not ridiculously out of date with my MacGyver hairstyle, sipping the longest chocolate milkshake in town in my ripped jeans, I'm out roller skating on the smooth footpaths of suburbia, smouldering under the blazing sun in my blue shorts and Erika Strider shades, spinning circles to the beat of New Order on my Walkman. The 80s is in all of us, you just have to let it out. Whatever you do, go easy on the Funyuns, stay away from the second half of 1989, and you'll be all right. From the land that brought you Crowded House and the New Zealand radio station powered by the sweat of Springsteen, the excess of excess, and the occasional high-five by Kenny Loggins, yeah! This is Richard Phelps from Retro Hit Radio, helplessly, willingly, forever in a day, stuck in the 80s.
0: And we're back and ready to continue the list of the... uh best guilty pleasures of the 80s i love it i love this list i love all of them you can tell you're just bubbling with enthusiasm <laughs> yeah, you just no, want to I mean,
1: eat we're going to get some indian food after this yeah. some vindaloo. and that's all i can think about right now i know i look at you and all i see it's like a bug's bunny cartoon you're just a giant tandoori chicken great <laughs>
0: crystal <laughs> and you are that red actually yeah i know That's not that's far, far from the truth crystal cole of saint peter's love Bur- crystal cole suggests number three in the list here we go number three Lady in Red, Krista Berg. I love it. From the 1986 album Into the Light.
1: Don't Pay the Ferryman. Is that the Don't Pay the Ferryman album? Mm,
0: I don't know. About that same time.
1: Krista Berg is very elfin. <laughs> he, was, he looks very elfin. He looks like a British elf. You think? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, he looks like Dudley Moore left in the microwave too long. Oh, <laughs> Well, I'm saying that could be an improvement. Aww. I'm not saying it's negative. What, ladies and gentlemen, Christopher, <laughs> come on in.
0: Oh, why are you crying, Elfie? Because <laughs> you just Carl Weathers outside. <laughs> um, this uh, song appears in several movies. If TV- Christopher
1: had, like, a machine gun and a knife, and all Carl Weathers had with his fists, and you, had, you put them in, like, a death battle, would Carl Weathers still win? Come on, answer.
0: I want a real answer. I think Carl Weathers could pretty much take anybody.
1: I think so too, because DeBerg would try to shoot and then the kick. The kick back he could we'll just knock he'd him. He'd spray it, you yeah, know? He'd spray the ceiling. Anyway. Christopher, tell us a little bit about Chris Steve.
0: I know nothing about Chris DeBerg. It's only important that we just enjoy his music. That's what he <laughs> wanted.
1: <laughs> That's all he wanted it. Yeah. Uh this is still a hugely popular wedding song. Well, Steve, in your six marriages, did you ever use Lady I will Fred? from number
0: seven though. What? I think. I am gonna do that for number seven. I'm gonna or or the smile has left your eyes. <laughs> I, was one of the, one of the other. I can't decide. Oh, you're very funny. I love it. Um, this this song appears in the 1988 movie uh, Working Girl. You also hear it in Dodgeball. It appears in American Psycho. People love uh, movie producers love to use this song for yeah. some reason. Working Girl, by the way, is a great World War Two movie. It is <laughs> actually insane. it stars. Oh shit. Who's in it? Harrison Ford. Harrison Force, Ford. Force ten, Force 10 from Navarone. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. All right. With let's nineteen seventy nine. That's right. Let's
1: continue.
0: Number two. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna kid you guys. This one's gonna hurt a little bit. Ready? Lisa, aka Tampa film fan. You
1: love Lisa, Tampa film fan. Yeah,
0: she's. But she suggests this one, and I can't go along with it.
2: Number two.
0: The Weather Girls.
1: It's Rain and Spears. Hallelujah, it's Rain and Spears.
0: That doesn't sound right. That doesn't sound good at all. <laughs> I, I just,
1: I just lost it. my appetite. I just
0: thought...
1: <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, forget the tandoori chicken. Yeah, just it's Rain and the... Spears. sounds like a... Uh, uh, does, I want to apologize. It go.
0: Just let it go. Um, written by... Um, uh, Paul Jabara, and Paul Schaefer. Paul
1: Schaefer! Paul Schaefer is in the current issue of Vanity Fair talking about, this, uh,
0: talking about this song. Yeah, recorded in 1982. It had been offered and passed up by Diana Ross, Diana Summer, Cher, and Barbara Streisand before finally being accepted by the Weather Girls. And it would go on, of course, to sell six million copies. Wow, it's raining men. Ugh. Is that really a pleasure? That's guilty for sure, but is it a pleasure?
1: If you're at a wedding... Like one of your eight weddings, you know, and the Weather Girls come on and you're kind of drunk. You dance to oh, it. Oh, if I'm kind of drunk at one of my weddings, that never happened before. <laughs> the Weather Girls, by the way, their names were Martha Wash and Izora Armstead. This rolls off. No wonder they go by Weather Girls? Very Zoftig. Very Zoftig, the Weather Girls. Yeah. It's also kind of a gay anthem of sorts, isn't it? It is. I don't know why. I mean, it's raining men. I don't get it. <laughs> I
0: don't get it. It's too... It's a little too cerebral for me. <laughs> well, here we go. Okay,
1: this epic show—the one that some might call it epic, <laughs> some call it something else. <laughs> here we go. Number one, we built up to this,
0: Dennis. This is your suggested song. We leave Just it all. Just Dennis. Just Dennis. There's no crazy hey, nickname. If you suggested the number one guilty song in the 80s, you wouldn't want your last name either. <laughs> yeah, Ready? I'm surprised you didn't put "D". Here <laughs> D- you go, Dennis. Number one. Baltimore with Tarzan boy. Oh, Tarzan uh, boy. <laughs> I love this song. But, uh, I, I,
1: yeah, I don't even know what to say about Tarzan boy.
0: What can we say that hasn't already been said about Tarzan?
1: Baltimore boy? was not from Baltimore, Maryland. They were not from Charm City. They were, in fact, uh, Italy-based, and this was an Italy disco song, Italy disco, <laughs> Italian disco
0: song, Tarzan boy. Also known as the uh, it was the it was the music behind the uh, Listerine commercial back in the 1990s, Oh, yeah that's that. right that's so right annoying.
1: Tarzan Boy uh, was Baltimore's debut single. <laughs> From there, it would only get better. <laughs> yeah. That was just the beginning, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Baltimore. I wonder when when Baltimore tours. I wonder what they close with. Yeah. <laughs> Oh boy, poor. Uh, oh yeah, but you know what? Dennis is right. There's something. If Tarzan Boy is on the radio, I'd probably keep it on. I'd sing along at top volume with the yeah, your pants down and the windows up, You'd shirt off, it. using sticks of butter. It'd be great. Oh God, Tarzan I love this boy. song.
0: There's nothing. There's nothing. Yeah, it's still kind of guilty. Is it also a gay anthem? <laughs> Why?
1: If it's not, let's make it one. Can we? <laughs> yeah. Do you think they would turn to at us? our wedding? We'll play. That's yeah. what we we'll get married
0: to. You know, that would just kind of make sense. And we'll already... in wearing
1: loincloths. We'll play Tarzan, boy, and we'll wear loincloths. Holy
0: crap. Do you it's imagine just a what people time. would do if. But I'll the, whole do it thing, if the whole loincloth. It's raining spears. The whole loincloth thing is really going to disturb some people. <laughs> when we start walking down the aisle yeah. to, to Baltimore and we actually get them to play it, <laughs> or we get a string quartet. And
1: my ill fastened safety pin on my, <laughs> yeah. my loincloth pops off and it starts raining daily.
0: <laughs> it's just like Jackson <laughs> Brown all over again. <laughs> Hey, that's all we have for this week. If you were one of the 10 people mentioned, get in touch with me. I will get you the coupon code for the mix of tape. Dennis, the free copy is all yours. In the meantime, Sean Daly, myself, wearing loincloths, no Jackson Brown. We remain here firmly stuck in the 80s. Stuck in the 80s is produced by the St. Petersburg Times and TampaBay.com. Read the blog at blogs.tampabay.com, and remember to subscribe to the podcast at iTunes.
1: Me 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 me. How do you? What are your vocal exercises? Who's the best one in the show? Me 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 me. That's Who's the best one in the show? Me 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 me. Me 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 Nah. Pull the plug.